0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from Across the Pond, it's DL. What up, DL? Hey, Tommy. How
1: are you? Coming across the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm uh, coming to you from a dirty apartment in Melbourne. A dirty apartment? Bloody hell. Sorry, not apartment, hotel Ooh. room. That sounded weirder. It sounds really, um, seedy's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> i'm not sure yeah i'm not sure what state is don't, don't tell your partner yeah no just uh work trip right clothes everywhere i keep uh i keep putting off housekeeping so you know how they like tend to fix things up a bit that just hasn't happened it's
0: chaos do you feel in control
1: <laughs> yeah i may get i may have a sauna later though it's getting ah, damn. wild it's getting wild over here at the intercontinental oh fancy pants look at this guy your, uh, your company's
0: putting up the big books. Is that a fancy one? Nah, it's not. It's all right. <laughs> I like yeah, it though. When, when a hotel's got a sauna, I always feel like it just puts it up that one extra level. You know, you th- there's a difference between just having a gym and having a gym um, and sauna. And you're like, oh
1: yeah, that's got an extra. Yes. Well, they have a, they have a proper yeah. pool. They have a spa. Is, that,
0: and you're, is that and you're questioning. A I don't know why they're questioning it a spa. if it's uh,
1: if it's a fancy hotel. This guy. I think those are just like kind of. You know, normal parts of the the hotel experience, mate. <laughs> depends on depends on where you go, man. I've been to some hotels in the states that were pretty bare basic. Yeah, I don't think so. Not the. It wasn't a hotel. It was like a Holiday Inn. Very different things. Yeah, it was a motel.
0: There's a song in there somewhere. Hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. <laughs> All right, guys. There will be time codes. There will be time codes in the description if you guys wanna skip us singing classic Cassidy songs, uh, featuring R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> you can either skip around, we do a bit of we do a bit of what we've been up to, we do a bit of the news, and then we do gonna jump into our main topic, which today I'm really excited for,
1: DL. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean it's definitely different. It's different than our typical uh go to, or at least the way we've been Spending our time bantering as of late. So look,
0: it's been it's been a pretty hectic season for movies. So it's nice to do something just a little bit different.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm up for it. And we haven't done a video game episode in for so long. That is true. That is true. It's, it's been a been, minute. It's been a bit. So we're we're getting into a video game. It's not a traditional video game
0: episode. No, we'll talk it's about that when different. we get there. Even though you've probably read the title yeah. already. <laughs> what so what an have have, to What have this you week, been DL? up? To?
1: Oh, you got you beat me. You beat me um what have i been up to honestly man not that much uh, this is why I, I was actually thinking about this It was i have not i finished all my content and now i'm like okay what do i do and you should go back like some of our episodes there's some fire content for you to get into in there i know i need i literally need to think about on my own recommendations or, or your own but uh this week uh, what did, what did i do one day i was you know really really behind on expense reports right like we're talking <laughs> we're talking like multiple stuff come on help me out here like like three to four months behind and uh so i spent an entire afternoon um and evening doing that and i was like what do i do what do i want to put on while i do this put on went to netflix looked at all the the westerns had seen i just searched western had seen 90 percent of them so basically there was like two left that I hadn't seen, so I just watched <laughs> one of the ones that I hadn't seen. It was terribly rated, but I had to get through it. It's called *The Quick and the Dead*. I didn't actually get through it. I tried. It has Leo in it oh. and Russell Crowe. It's like a who's like it's a bunch of famous actors: Sharon Stone, but like a, just a bad movie. Oh, really? Um, That's some pretty a-list actors right there. Yeah, well, it was when he was little. It was a. I was gonna Leo, ask how old is Leo in it right, because yeah. there's some there's some of his younger movies when he's not. That special? Well, I mean, he's just trying to get big. At that point, he's just taking whatever film I think he could get, right? <laughs> the Tracker is another movie. So I burned through that one. I was like, "This is boring." Got halfway through. It was, the Quick and the Dead was about like I don't know, like this town that gets taken over by an outlaw. And instead of like you know him being outlaw-y, he does a shooting contest every year to like kill his enemy. The whole premise is ridiculous to kill his enemies honorably. Sounds like borderline robin hood yeah i don't know man and and anyway i I stopped watching (laughs) um the other one was a little bit more interesting the tracker it's like an aussie kind of art house flick that's a western what where it's like this uh aboriginal tracker set in like the 1920s he's helping this other aussie guy track down apparently a uh an aboriginal that raped a woman Ah. we don't know if that's true we don't you know you're just set you're just thrown into the setting of this, this Aboriginal tracker and his his military counterparts that are obviously quite racist and there's some some racist stuff going on and it's a pretty interesting story.
0: I was gonna say it sounds like there's gonna be plenty of bias involved. Yes,
1: yes, there was, but it was it was cool to like see you know a Western in an Australian setting and outback. I I love the outback. Yeah. I'm a big fan of. Um, it sounds like one that could be really well,
0: could have a really good twist at the end, whereby if like it turned out they were just trying to kill some racists, like. The whole point was they'd taken him on this jaunt so they could get them, uh, you know, like isolated somewhere in the outback and then just kill them.
1: Well, there's, uh, you're not far off, but it's there is there is twist, but it's not that exact. <sighs> but it's it was overall a good, you know, if a bit boring. But you know when you're doing like you, expenses want more, and you want more, it in more in the <laughs> <need an> <laughs> yeah, boss. you don't need. It. Well, you don't need something distracting, right? Because expenses are pretty fucking boring. So you oh, don't want to be. see you, know. you, you were trying to keep yourself in the zone. I wanted to get him done. It had been long enough. How about you, man? What have you been up to?
0: Well, it's, it's funny you say you turned something off because speaking of that, I uh, flicked on a new, and I'm going to use massive quotation marks here, the new comedy vehicle for Mike Myers on Netflix. It's called The Pentaveret. And it came up and they were like, it was everywhere. It was being advertised. It was on all my lists. You know, the ones that are like, for you. or I haven't even heard of it. It's a TV. It's a show. On Netflix. Uh, Yeah. So effectively what it is, is it's this group of five individuals like the Illuminati who run the world, except they're nice. (laughs) Nice. And uh, I watched one episode and I turned it off. It's fucking awful. It was really hard to watch. Like, it's just nonsense. I was like, this is just Mike Myers wearing different outfits being post austin powers mike myers which is bad
1: (laughs) i just wonder i I just wonder if it was always bad and we just got tired of it
0: i thought austin powers was good i enjoyed austin powers that was a good film it was a good satire for the time like if you think about it, no one satired those films at the time
1: i haven't seen it in a long time and i just wonder if it holds up but maybe it does point being maybe it's like i don't think he's gotten worse i just think that that concept of him playing the same dude constantly might be novel oh yeah absolutely look i did watch some pretty good things actually this week one of the things that i was actually
0: doing a bit of twitter glancing while i was looking around and i heard that the most recent guy Ritchie movie called wrath of man wrath of men um it's a bit of a sleeper hit apparently so i was looking through and a lot of people were saying you know why are people sleeping on this like it's really good it's really different so I thought, all right, I'll give give it a shot. And I like, I mean, outside of that middle section where he did like Aladdin, I like Guy R- I like Guy Ritchie for the He's most like, part.
1: I just forgot that he did Aladdin. I think you just strike it from your brain. Like I don't, I don't remember that. Well, I mean, he probably got paid a lot. Yeah, well, that's to be absolutely fair. Like, why would he did. Probably do it too.
0: But like this, uh, this Guy Ritchie movie, it's kind of back to the old Guy Ritchie. Like it's it's crazy. It released under the radar a little bit, twenty twenty one. Uh, like I say, it's had a yeah. recent, like, groundswell of goodwill. It's got so many dark twists. Brings back the classic, like, hard man, action figure type person, action star, without it being, like, necessarily what you expect. It's got some really nice subversions
1: of tropes. It's I liked it a lot. I actually haven't even heard of it. That's why I'm like, how have I not heard I'm of it? I'm real surprised. Uh, the new... it,
0: they advertised it everywhere for, like, a week. It was <laughs> on all week. bus stops, all train stops, everything. And then it just a disappeared. Week. Yeah, it just disappeared. It, they dropped it in COVID, <laughs> so like no one would have gone to the cinema to see it. Mm. Like, but it's good. I think you'll enjoy yeah. it. It's Jason Statham. So for me, immediately I was like, mm, I I find him
1: I find him a little bit uh, one dimensional. Well, and he's always in every one of his movies. He really man. is, and it, it doesn't help Guy Ritchie have some diversity. Like, but like I say,
0: it it goes back films. to the action hard man, action star somewhat. But when you get to the end of it, you'll, 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 you'll understand what I mean. Like there, it, it really does a quite a good job of subverting certain tropes from that genre.
1: Okay. I'm I'm in,
0: man. I recommend. I'm in. And the other thing I did this week was I listened to a new fun podcast, not new at all. It's a really old podcast, but one I've just come back, come back around to listening to and it's called things you should know. Now this is a podcast, which sort of like fills in all sorts of random knowledge gaps. And it's a bit of a morbid recommendation, but I, I definitely recommend you listening to it because it's so interesting. It's about the disappearance of that flight MH370. You know, the one, the Malaysia
1: Airlines flight that just vanished. Mate, I've already researched the shit out of so this because I'm like about flight stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I think everything they'll have to tell me. I'll already know. Unless there's been some major updates. No, you, you might have seen it all. But for,
0: from my side, yeah. I, I was so interested by it all. It's two parts. It, re- it just dives into detail on a lot of the people who are on the flight and circumstances around the flight as well. And I, I just really liked it, man. It was super interesting.
1: Yeah, well, it's it just the crazy thing about that is that the world is still so big that, you know, they, they've they only found pieces yeah. of this yeah. fucking plane years after, like, you know, it's wild. So you're a big conspiracy theorist then. Would you do well on Joe Rogan's podcast? <laughs> conspiracy theorist? <laughs> it's not a conspiracy that the motherfucker went down and they haven't found it. <laughs>
0: oh, just... This dives into some of the conspiracy theories around it as well about... You know who? Could well, there are there are like about the about the pilot and
1: stuff yeah. for sure. There's a bunch. There's of, a bunch of them.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to into it. I think you should check it out. Like I think you'd like it. it. It sounds like it's on your radar.
1: I am a big Rogan fan. Doesn't mean I like conspiracy theories. <laughs> but Seth Rogan. Yeah, dude. Seth's alright. I like Paul <laughs> Joe. Big Joe. <laughs> Did anyone actually watch Paul
0: with? uh Sean of the Dead Guys, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. No. Bad film. Don't watch it, that? but it's
1: uh <laughs> it's,
0: it's uh,
1: is that a Joe Rogan film? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan? Seth Rogan. Uh, I thought you were talking about Joe <laughs> Rogan. Seth Rogan. I mean, I've seen yeah, I've seen plenty of his stuff, but not in a while. Not for a while. He was what we we were talking about super bad yeah. last week and I couldn't
0: remember his name for life in yeah. He's one of the cops, right? Yeah, yeah. He's really he's good. He's in everything that, that guy. As
1: the cop. He hasn't been in anything like proper funny. He's done like these weird dramas he recently. Direct. Like, like that one on Netflix about a pickle. Oh, really? Look at, go- I, every time I see it, I'm like, I'm, i am I am I going to watch this? What? No, but am I intrigued to see what the fuck he's made? <laughs> it's yes. <laughs> it's like this guy who goes back in time as like a, I don't know, the trailer shows like him as like an old, maybe he's even Amish, I don't know. Like, And he's moved from Brooklyn, New York, of the like his era and he's like imported into the yes, real I era saw that. or the real, the mo- like modern era. And I was like, what, how high were you when you <laughs> thought of this? And he's like selling pickles. When you said that, <laughs> I thought you meant I, I, my brain instantly jumped to like, you remember that sausage party movie that they clearly equally. I knew you were going to say high. that. Yeah. Where they were all but hot you said dogs. He was a pickle. I would actually I be like... down to watch that. I didn't say he was a pickle. I said he had pickles. <laughs> Did I say he was a pickle? I think you said he was a pickle. <laughs> He's a pickle. <laughs> one is a pickle. One is a hot dog. Was <laughs> back in time as a pickle. Yeah, <laughs> what on a, earth are we talking that'd about? Tough me, that'd be a tough sell for me, man. That movie. Look, going back to conspiracy theories,
0: uh, Seth and Joe Rogan can do one. You should definitely listen to this podcast. Things you should know.
1: Oh no, going no going back to actually. Could can, can, can I shimmy my way into? Unless you've already, you've got a couple more things you want to talk about that you've. No, seen. please. Speaking of conspiracy theories, weird news is back (laughs) (laughs) since the pentagon has announced that they have a investigative committee for ufos right because they did that last year i don't know i think this was like a this was a weird news i think from many a podcast ago that i that i dropped since then there's been more than double The reported sightings. Wow. Now, some would say that's because people now want some attention and they know this place is here and they've got a place to voice their (laughs) their opinions (laughs) and way too much time on their hand. Others would say, (laughs) others here, others still would say that there's a lot of (laughs) fuckery afoot. And uh, the UFOs are really like, what's going on with these guys, man? Ukraine. All this stuff, they need to check in and make sure we're not going to blow ourselves up. So, thank you for checking in on us. UFOs, um, <laughs> tell Tom to long. I say hi. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, please don't anal probe. That's me. the end of the weird news. Segment. I feel like. Yeah, please don't.
0: I feel like aliens. I, I, I saw awful. a great meme that that was. I mean, everyone's seen it by now. But the point where it was like, aliens would see us now and be like, "I think I'll skip this season. I don't want to be involved
1: in this one." <laughs> What is that? Do you remember that uh, That little like, it was like a e bombs world? Oh, you know yeah, E bombs world. E-bombs world. It, it still might exist. It does. Know, Do you remember the end of the world video? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, then the friends are like, oh, fire the missiles. And then take a nap. <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> the or take a nap and then fire the missiles. And then it's like, the comments like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's exactly what the UFOs would be like. They'd be like, fuck that. Really sure like heading to Earth. No, fuck that. <laughs> That was a proper video. That was that was before viral know, videos. That
0: was seriously viral.
1: I wonder when, when that was like the one of the first viral videos. Beyond there, there's that one. There's LeRoy oh, Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year do you think the end of the world came out? Ah, would have been grade school at some time. Like that doesn't just, help the listeners. You know, no, Past AOL dial-up into DSL. Well, it was like at the at whenever DSL was invented <laughs> and implemented at wide scale. To consumers is probably around the same time when end of z world was produced i'm guessing well interestingly um
0: the e world article with it on is 2016 that is incorrect um although no there is one from all the way back in 2006 oh my god
1: yeah so i was saying mid-2000 that's impressive oh man Ten... oh no sorry hang on a minute yeah. hang
0: on a minute i'm gonna i'll rewind all that back there's a wikipedia after article about it that's what we need um about about this yeah, about this about video this specific video called end of the world brackets video Iconic. Uh, end of the world also known as end of zoo world was a flash animated viral video created by jason windsor of uh, albino black sheep in 2003 oh my god wow. i know
1: just after Y2,
0: and a copy of the animated was uh, video was uploaded uh, to YouTube in 2008. Approximately 14 million views. Bloody hell! I mean, like, unbelievable. What? A, what a weird, what a weird time to be alive. You know
1: what's crazy? You know what's crazy? No, hit me. Back then, he probably made like no money. Like, on he made that. zero pounds, zero pennies. Now, now maybe he does because of YouTube. But like back then, I reckon, I reckon it's just been ripped and like
0: it's been posted by a bunch of different people. He's not posted that. Like he didn't trademark. No, it, it's it's so just
1: gen, it's just everyone's media now. It's public yeah, domain. exactly. That's the word. Public domain. <laughs> yeah. It, end of the world is public domain. Fuck I man. Two thousand three. Leroy Jenkins. Man, I, I hope Leroy old. Jenkins made some money. It's nearly twenty years old. Yeah, it's fucking real, dude. This is a you know before we get into the the proper news, the, this is we're on AOL and DSL. So I'm going to tell this story, please. The have you heard about in, well, you probably wouldn't have because you live in, you're from London. I'm not. So. I'm not from London. No, you, whatever, you're from the fucking. I'm bringing my character back. you're not from London. I know that we're, we're good mates actually knew that, but that's just the phrase that uh, they use in get Him to the Greek. So I use it too. All right. It's a state project. The federal government puts it on, you know, all, uh, I guess, grade schools. I think it's like whatever grade it is, like third or fourth grade, maybe it's fifth grade um where you have to do a project on a state you have to basically do some research on one of the states of state of being the, like you know, I united am tired. states of america no <laughs> <laughs> like you get it you get it one of the one of the 50 odd states 55? and you have to i said 50, oh, 50 odd 55 you i was like to, fuck you don't know anything about the states <laughs> <laughs> you you pick one and i had nevada And my mom was, like, all stoked that we had the AOL dial-up internet, and I was going to be able to use the internet to, like, research for my state project. So I'm, like, you know, because traditionally we had, like, fucking all these encyclopedias that I'm sure some guy just went and sold her, like, door-to-door. Like, that's what you had before the internet. Yeah, and so I was on there, and I'm, like, you know, Nevada, and I'm doing my research, and uh, eventually I come up to, like, what, like, brothel? What is a brothel? Nevada is one (laughs) of the only states... In America, that has like legal brothels, like one of like two or three. And so I'm like, going to, I'm like, Mom, what's a brothel? And that very quickly ended my first foray into the <laughs> internet. And my mom gave me quickly back the encyclopedias oh, by asking an innocent question about the state of origin that I had you know, been tasked really with in investigating. Why that's why you're so stumped as it a was, human being. <laughs> mate, it was like the third line of, the, of Nevada's like mission statement. <laughs> we we have free <laughs> brothels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're not free, but they have them. Yeah, sorry, free free spoiler um, way of looking at it. But look, talking about sandy, very sandy places. Love little segue there. Yuck. I love what I'm doing here. Nevada sandy, the world yuck. of Dune is sandy. That's what I'm going with. All right. Did you hear this week that Christopher Walken was cast in the new upcoming Dune part two as the Emperor? I did, and that's a good casting. That's a fucking great casting. Honestly, man, I can't mm-hmm. think of anyone better to that other than the guy from the original 1980s movie who's probably in his 90s himself now. But that, if
1: if they're not bringing the pugs back, Christopher Walken is the
0: best person to do this.
1: I mean, there's like a lot of people that like probably could do it, but I just would not have thought of him. But now that I've, they've selected him, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That's like a perfect ass. I think everyone in this movie yeah. is like perfectly cast, to be perfectly honest.
0: Do you, like, yeah. I, I just can't imagine him doing the voice.
1: Like, you know how Walken talks. You mean like with the, what's the one? Your father, He put this watch in his asshole. <laughs> what's that from? Pulp Fiction. That's it.
0: Oh my God. In
1: Vietnam, he, he put this watch in his, took it out of his asshole.
0: <laughs> I yeah, don't know what it is. I just got, like his enunciation of stuff is just amazing. I
1: wonder if he's going to yeah. bring that uh, attitude to, to the movie. i He's just perfect. For he's this. gonna have to do something interesting, like he because the emperor is gonna be like this crazy easy fucking psychopath. You'd have to think he is, but he's a anyway. quiet psychopath. So I feel like Christopher Walken is that perfect
0: mold. You know, like he just I can imagine Christopher yeah. Walken going out and sort of murdering people on a weekend for fun and not reacting to it. You know, oh totally. Did
1: you <laughs> what did you think about the what did you think about the She-Hulk? Trailer? Yeah, big big news today actually it dropped because that was yeah. Love to yeah. know your thoughts. Kind of seemed fucking goofy as hell to
0: me. I don't know. I kind of liked Seeming Goofy though. So like classically in the comics uh, She-Hulk is kind of, she's a little bit goofy. Like she can flip between Hulk and her alter ego Jennifer Walters. She also breaks the fourth wall a lot like Deadpool does. So she talks to the audience. She knows she's in a comic book. So like probably not going to go that far in the show, but I like that they're making it a bit more goofy. And I mean, Mark Ruffalo is a goofy character as well. It is a
1: different vibe, but it's like, it's a bit childy for me. You I'm think? Like, oh, oh. there was some, there was an interesting, but I mean, i watch it. A lot, I think it looks more unique than like a Falco. So. We're really hard uh-huh. on Falco. So um, <laughs> I, I like it. I liked me, it. So. We got a
0: couple bits of correspondence about it. Actually, a friend of the show, Matt actually sent it over. And said that he liked the tone of the trailer. So I'm excited to see that as well. Like, I think it's different. It's a bit unique. It's in a, but, but in like a familiar way. So like, we're obviously, we obviously know the Hulk. We know his backstory. She's a bit different in terms of she's a lawyer by day and a Hulk by the rest of the day. Uh, and, and, but he's also got like
1: of- <laughs> yeah, and a Hulk by yeah, date. Yeah, she's like dating yeah. people as the Hulk. Like, why would you? Why would you choose I your know. green form? Oh, I'm mad.
0: Uh, well, to date people. I, I just like the like the fact it's got some characters returning as well. So Emil Blomsky who's Abomination, we did get a glimpse of him in the Shang Chi movie. Yeah, you did. Uh, but he's back, baby. He's he's bringing his uh, bringing his shtick back to try and fight the
1: world. And fucking Wong is everywhere, man. He's all over Phase Four. Wong. It's the phase of Wong, man. I told you, he's the best character. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm
0: I'm excited for that. Like, it's not, it's 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 not high up there in my list of things that I was like massively looking forward to. I like the tone. I think it's got it's it's going to be tough to keep her green the whole time and huge because that's a lot of CGI budget. But man, why not? Like,
1: let let's see the the Hulk dating. I actually look. I think it'll be fine. It just seems like it's, it's going to be a bit more like childish, which is fine. Childish or just like dumb humor. Both okay, like it just not everything has to be like the next biggest drama, yeah, of the world's that's, ending. That's so true, it does, yeah, which is totally fine. For that, well, anyway, speaking of the MCU, uh,
0: and uh, the social media guy Lockie actually posted on our Instagram page at Podcast Assemble for anyone who wants to find us. Uh, he posted about some of the leaked cut cameos from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now,
1: I'm going to quickly just... I don't know if I want to know this. Is it going to ruin it for Probably me? not.
0: No, I don't think so. I'm going to men- mention just a couple. Okay. So, the one you posted about was that, apparently, Daniel Craig was signed on the dotted line to be a cameo as one of the Illuminati members as Thor's half-brother, Boulder the Brave. Now, he's not someone we've seen in the MCU. He is in the comics a little bit. He would probably just be their world's version of Thor, I assume, because he's just that sort of character. But Daniel Craig in the MCU, like, ah, what?
1: It would be cool. It makes you wonder, though, it does make you wonder, and spoilers to Doctor Strange, if all those other people, like, the fact that he was such a cursory cast that didn't happen well like is john Kroninski like is he actually gonna not he's gonna be the same like he won't actually be the fantastic well
0: interestingly daniel craig the only reason he didn't go was because at the time they were filming it the covid cases started to spike where they were filming and he didn't want to be bringing covid back to his family and the community so he was i mean from, from my perspective i think that's a good a good shout i you know why would you but there was another one that was actually apparently cut and was apparently filmed, uh, which is Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Now, that's super interesting because in many of the comics, in many of the stories, he is not only the master of metal, he is also Wanda's father.
1: Yeah, yeah. They've, they've, they've said that a lot in the comics and I just don't see how that's going to no. happen in this. If, he's, if, if you yeah. have the Wanda's father version of magneto
0: he'd have to be significantly older than michael fassbender <laughs> <laughs> i feel like he's probably the wrong age yeah true but that would be cool man i'd love to see him come um, back like <laughs> they obviously bring starting to flirt with the x-men here and
1: there just sort of giving you little hints that maybe they're around why not bring fassbender in you're right they have been giving you those hints. do, do you think those kick in like this phase or like the end of the third Phase of this phase. Oh, sorry, like, so. Six. <laughs> All right, so you mean? Uh, end
0: of the- I-, I think we'll get something in the fifth phase, uh, whether that's a character yeah. arriving in a separate yeah. movie. What I'd love to see is, well, one thing that they sort of started to do a little bit was sort of like buddy up movies almost, like they did Thor and the Hulk, uh, you know, in Ragnarok, which was a really great one. I could imagine them doing like sort of a buddy up movie and just one of them being one of the mutants, and it's sort of like that's how they're almost introduced. And then you learn more about it in yeah. subsequent movies. I, I can't imagine that's how it's going to be. Like X Men, such a huge property, they'll probably just go, "Here's Wolverine, uh, and this is the X Men." You know, but are, are we do you, and are we getting a new Wolverine? Is the question? You would assume. I don't think Hugh Jackman's going to come back at this point. He's out. He said he's done.
1: Yeah. I, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? He's too perfect. I can't no. deal with that man. Like, stop it. <laughs> well, I just can't see anyone else pulling it off, but.
0: Anyway, well, there's so many rumors uh, about different people's like Daniel Radcliffe. I'd hate that. I
1: don't don't like him in that role. Are you? And also ki- English. You've you got that is not a rumor. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a rumor for a while. No one would ever expect that
0: to be. A thing. Look, I I'm excited to see where the X Men come in. Fantastic Four is obviously going to be first. We know that. That's uh, that's on the list of movies now. It's not entitled anymore. <laughs> it's on the <laughs> list, so we know that's coming. In fact, you know what? You guys let us know how you think the X-Men are going to come to the franchise. Hit us up at Podcast Assemble. Tag us in a post or send us a direct uh, message. We will read it out next week on the show if you hit us up. We will find you. A couple of other bits of news very quickly. Did you also hear this week that Black Mirror Season 6 is in the works? Now, this was a show that was assumed to be pretty much done. Charlie Brooker looked like he was not wanting to come back. To the series, and we we actually called it Dark Mirror at least three times last week. So at least this week we get the name. Shows right. you that I've seen a yeah. lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look, I I you know I'd watch more of it. It's not. It's something you've got to really steal yourself for, in my opinion. And final bit of news from my side: Did you also see the new trailer for The Boys? Now this is really ramping up. The show is coming out in just under a month. I'm probably going to stop watching trailers now because this actually gives away maybe slightly more than I wanted to know. But man, it looks cool.
1: But come on, no, it does. The first one gave up just as much. Oh, this gives away a fair amount about Huey and where he's at in the world. Oh, that's true. There was a new Huey step, but you know that
0: that's going to be in the first episode. Probably, but like, I mean, that's the joy of this series. I feel like I, I, I think it's going to go a direction, and then it just completely like sideswipes me every time. No, fair
1: enough. I'm super excited for this one. What do you yeah. think about What do you think about Anthony Starr's Homelander looking more and more unhinged, mate? He's always been fucking crazy. <laughs> it just seems like what they're gonna do is they're gonna make it like okay to be crazy in the mainstream media, the same way it has kind of become that now, where like you can just be ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean everyone is and absurd, and it's accepted by certain you know media media conglomerates and and the like. I can't wait for it, man. It's gonna be yeah. good. Did you Did you see the kind of all the news drop about Stranger Things? No, I, and I don't want to know. I'm not spoiling anything, but it's apparently like two different seasons. Yeah, it's, it's split in like two. In one yeah. almost. Yeah. They're making it part one, part two, and it's like five hours longer than the last season. Wow. With the same amount of episodes. A couple of the episodes are like literally movie, a bit longer than movies. That's awesome. So you hope that it's, it's good stuff. You, you hope they're not just...
0: Well, I didn't Um, mention it in my what I've been up to, but we have been powering through. We're probably nine? Is it nine or ten the second season? We basically got one episode of the second season left. So there is still hope that we'll get Ah. through it before season four comes out. I do need to rewatch the third My My partner loves to binge. She loves a binge, man. She will literally sit there and just episode after episode after episode. Whereas I'm like, I quite like, like yourself, if I watch a good episode of something, I quite like giving it a moment. Sitting back, you know, letting it marinate
1: a little bit, settle. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Where yeah, I mean, she's settle, just like, man. get the next episode on.
1: She's like a junkie, man. <laughs> yeah, I got to rewatch season three because I don't really remember it all that well. Right. So I'll rewatch that. But no, they, they talked a lot about it. They've, they've released a lot of information. Apparently, they're. They're calling it, it's more like Game of Thrones, meaning like mm. it's like the stories are sprawling, which I thought was a bit much to say. Well, but Hopper's in Russia or some shit now, isn't he? Yeah, and I think the you know, they hinted that the kids moved in the last, I think, didn't they move in the last? So, episode? yeah,
0: Joyce, Byers, and co
1: yeah. all moved out of Hopkins, what's it not Hopkins, New York? That's the wrong name <laughs> out of the uh, in the Indiana. Indiana, yeah, Hawkins, yeah. And so, there's 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 some people still in Indiana, there's some people in Russia, there's some people wherever oh, yeah, they you're moved. right. So there's a lot going on. So many spots. And also I'm surprised Elle went with that family.
0: I mean, I'm not because they needed to move her out of out of uh, Hawkins just because, you know, she's pretty famous and also can kill people with her mind. But <laughs> also, like she is still going out with Mike, right? Like at the end of the season. So I'm like, oh, that's a bit harsh. I will
1: I will rewatch and report back. Lovely.
0: Well, Let us know what you guys have heard. We love it when you hit us up with news like friend of the show Matt did this week. Thank you very much, friend of the show Matt. And also send us memes, guys. We love it when you send us memes. Tag us in a post or send us it direct. We are at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. Do you want to preface the main topic this week, DL?
1: This week, we're doing something a bit different. uh, With all the delays and changes in direction, we never thought we'd get to see... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi come to our screens. However, mm-hmm. the series is right around the corner. So we thought it might be fun to touch on something a bit Star Wars. And so today, we are going to talk about, you know, much similar to what we thought about Obi-Wan, where we would never kind of see mm-hmm. this show video games of the star wars universe that you actually will never get to see so it's a big it's a big cock tease yeah
0: we're, we're we're but... flip reversing the script <laughs> you know what, man like i've wanted to do a video game episode for a while and i thought this was such an interesting topic there's a bunch of media out there on different star wars video games which almost almost happened but firstly what i'd love to do is just ask you what your experience of playing star wars games growing up was and what games stand out?
1: Yeah, totally. And it was actually shocking as I was doing more research how many games were like like not made, which we'll talk about yeah, in a bit. Yeah, crazy. It, but it's it's like absurd. It's like such a waste of effort and time and money for so many people. You kind of just feel bad yeah, for them. Absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> devastated. <laughs> like, uh, but no, I I did play a few of them more recently. Really, really liked the the Battlefront yeah. games when I was like a kid. Those were super cool. The and original me. Battlefront games, the OGs, not the new yeah, ones. The original ones. So I really enjoyed those. And then there was also like a a Bubba Fett game on the GameCube. Really? No, that's like bounty funny. hunter game that I that I played at some point. It wasn't even mine because I never owned a GameCube, but I played it uh, at somebody's house. It was pretty cool. Tell me about that. I'm intrigued. Dude, it's just like you, you're Bubba, he- Bubba Fett and you like bounty. You just chase people down. That's sick. Like each level is you like, it's almost like Assassin uh, Hitman that game. Oh, nice. Except you're, and some of them you have to like kill. Some of them you have to take alive. Or, you know, if you do do that, it changes the, the outcome. What's another one, man? There was this one that I forgot on like the N64. It was called like, it was like Han Solo's like lookalike brother or something. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I think I do. Go on. I forget what it's called, but you play this guy who like at some point like wins the Millennium Falcon in a bet, but then loses it. And you, you play as him before he's lost it. And he kind of looks like Han Solo. I think this is Shadows Star of Wars. the Empire you're talking about. Yes, Shadows of the Empire, which I believe I is a, a tie-in
0: to a three-pronged uh, series that this is now apparently legend, so isn't actually part of the canon anymore. But essentially, they, they were trying to expand the canon of the time, and they had, I believe, they had comics, they had full books, and they had a video game as well. So essentially, just trying to sell shit to kids, and yeah, you basically are well, it works, yeah. It, Bloody worked really well. I'm trying to remember what the main character... Dash Render was the main character. Dash
1: Render. What a what name. A, what an awesome game. There was a game. speeder level that was quite fun. He was yeah. literally just it Han was Solo, cool. wasn't he?
0: There's, at the end of the game, uh, spoilers for this game from 1997, I believe he dies, <laughs> but there is an alternate ending there's in a... the, in one of the canons, probably Legends, where he's actually still
1: alive and he faked his death. Yeah, there's a... Well, there's even even in that... Like, depending on what you do, like, if you beat it a certain way, you get that that ending. Right, 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 right. Okay.
0: Well, mine's a little bit different. Like, I I've played a few of the sort of, like, more mainstream games growing up. But my absolute, absolute favorite all-time memory of Star Wars video games is, so me and my brother, we used to play a lot of really shit games on, like, the PC growing up because we were like, thought we were so ahead of the curve. We had, like, this crap PC that we'd play on all the time. (laughs) And we had a game called Star Wars Rebel Assault from 1993. Now it was like an on-rail shooter. The graphics were absolutely abysmal, but it was published by LucasArts. <laughs> it digitized features of the actual footage from the movies, so you felt like you were playing like <laughs> like parts of the game. But like, I watched honestly. I found it the day and I said it to my brother just as like a bit of banter, and I watched a little bit of it. <laughs> And some of the scenes that they digitize, in quotation marks, they're horrendous. They literally get the faces and, like, <laughs> force them to move. It's the weirdest it, fucking nightmare fuel, I'll tell you now. But the game was a lot of fun, and I remember it just being horribly difficult. And it sort of culminated in you blowing up the Death Star in this on-rails <laughs> uh, flight, flight simulate thing. It was so much fun. And I just remember, you know, when you're a kid, and you're always, I mean, maybe... Maybe you don't think you've got older brothers, but I always used to be like I couldn't get past a certain bit and I'd be like, Matt, do this bit for me, and he'd always have to jump in and do it. <laughs> it was like the perfect nostalgia game, shall we say. But like the the Star Wars license is a really interesting thing in video games in general. Yeah. So it's been through a lot of different through a lot of different phases, right? And it's interesting as well because as a property, it was super hot for a long time. We obviously got the the Star Wars the original Star Wars trilogy was culminated in the eighties, and then there was almost twenty years where we just literally got nothing except for comic books and books and video games essentially, and people were like dying to get back into this world. I just remember like it was there was no way of entering the world outside of these weird, uh, obscure sections of culture, right? Yeah,
1: dude. And it well, it's different now, right? But, but it, now it's completely different, exactly. But it what it was that way, and it. <laughs> Some of the stories I I kind of unearthed This is like a really nerdy topic, but as we were doing the research for this, which basically the main topic, I don't even know if I said it really completely, but we're picking the ones we'd have liked to see to completion, right? We've each picked a couple. Canceled Star Wars video games that we never got to play. I'll just copy and paste that
0: back in earlier. (laughs) just for context, we're only doing a few here. We're only going to do a couple each and just sort of like talk about a couple of other ones.
1: Do you want to then give me your first Star Wars video game that you never got to play that wanted to? Sure. The first one that I really, really wanted to play was Atari's return of the Jedi Ewok adventure. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That was like, if (laughs) you look this up, this is one of the most (laughs) read, dude, it's one of the most ridiculous looking games. You basically play a Ewok in a glider but it does it, it it looks like a paper airplane. It's in that
0: phase of gaming where everything's 2D and sort of like it thinks it's better than yeah. Pong, but nothing was better than Pong in those days. No. It's like essentially as no. bad as that ET game. Remember the one that got buried in the
1: desert? Yeah, it's that. <laughs> no, I didn't remember <laughs> that one, but it's it's bad. Anyway, no, my first one is actually Battle of the Sith Lords. Yes. Um it was a game that, you know, Red Fly, I think they're still around or they got acquired perhaps. I'm, I'm not sure, but Redfly Studios ported um, to the Wii. The four, do you remember the Force Unleash- Unleashed series? So they they ported one of those to the Wii and got like a retainer based on how fa- how well it scored because it actually scored better than like the core systems, right? Um, and so you know LucasArts was like, "Wow, you actually made you know people liked this more than they like the original ones we done the core systems. Well done, we'll keep you around." And so uh, they kept them on retainer and they pitched a. Uh, as a part of that, they pitched, hey, let, why don't we do, like, a, a Darth Maul origin story? Mm-hmm. Like, that was how this originally started. Like, let's let's follow his gritty, you know, origin being tortured by Sith Lords and being pushed into the Sith. And they uh, originally were like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Then LucasArts, and as you'll see, I think is a theme yes. with <laughs> these game. games. LucasArts a little bit too involved, a little bit too opinionated. Like, no, we have this thing called the Clone Wars coming out. Darth Maul is actually making an appearance. So we wanted to tie into that like so we're going to we're going to do that. So like but by the way, we can't tell you what that's about because <laughs> you don't want it to be leaked. So just just make a game without knowing anything about, you know, uh what you're making. So it was uh it was actually, you know, never really clear what this game, but if you go look at the videos, it's pretty cool. You see like Darth Maul, pretty good graphics, looking badass. Well, the footage they released looks amazing. Yeah, it's looking just... badass doing force things. Killing people with his double saber, yeah, just chopping people up, and look pretty mature, yeah. And as many of you know, like in the, the prequels, the renowned prequels, he actually dies pretty quickly.
0: He gets the captain card, or at he least gets we chopped
1: away th- in half. Spoilers for that yeah, movie. He, he that gets no one's properly. Seen yeah, there. he gets properly chopped in half. Um, he, in essence, though, what we find out in the Clone Wars is he's actually not dead, and so they were then told, oh, you're gonna you're gonna be making a game that follows like what happened in between then and the Clone Wars, yeah. and so they're building this game they actually built something that you i think would probably like because it was inspired by the batman kind of arcane asylum style stealth action like fear-based attacks stealth components uh and they didn't have much to go on so they just built this kind of game that they wanted to make because lucas arts didn't share any story i love the idea of game
0: especially video games giving you the option of being a dark side member like the movies, the TV shows are generally going to revolve around at least good guys in some sense of the word.
1: Whereas I love that you get the option in these to be like super evil. Yeah, no, for sure. And it actually some of the like concepts of that looked really cool. And then all of a sudden, you know, so they're, they're making these cool levels. They have no idea what they're going to, they, they're putting some work into the design. All of a sudden they get an email. Um, all they knew, all they'd known at this point was, Darth Maul has robot legs because he's cut in half (laughs) and he's Darth Maul, right? And so they put all this work in doing that. And then after like months of work, they get like a postscript message like, hey, by the way, Darth Maul has robot legs, but they're spider (laughs) robot legs. And so they're just like, dude, like, what, what the fuck? That, uh... <laughs> we were, like A, this changes the complete concept of our game. We can't have this spidery, metally guy crawling around doing stuff. <laughs> <shit. laughs> so, like, no, like all our designs are fucked. So they're like they're they got pretty pissed, you know, rightfully so. I mean, this is like a theme with this game specifically. So there's like, there's a rumor that yeah. uh, George Lucas
0: <laughs> liked the idea of the Darth
1: Maul uh, game. Oh, no, but yeah. Apparently, I'm I, I, I'm d- getting am I jumping there. on. Oh, you go, man, sorry. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting. Well, tell me if I missed it. So they, they literally got so pissed that they, they demanded a meeting and like flew out to wherever it was. Is it? The ranch. Yeah, the ranch. And, he, and they literally get a meeting with Lucas, actually, because they've been going back and forth, back and forth. And so naturally, you know, they get fully briefed. Apparently, you can't like do certain things when you talk to They get this huge Dummies. brief. You can't do certain things when you talk to them. And so they meet George. They're, like, barely into their pitch. And George cuts them off, apparently, notoriously, by playing with a toy. <laughs> Is this what you heard? So playing, he grabs a Darth Maul toy. And then he grabs this other toy. Uh, I think it's uh, Darth Talon, who kind of looks like him, like the same race. And he's, like, playing with him. He's, like these guys are friends they need to be in together in this together, game yeah. these guys are super good friends <laughs> and they're just like so shocked that like they didn't even get to finish their pitch after working on this game for a year and he just starts playing with toys as, as his answer to the, what the plot needs to be
0: well the interesting part is that she was in the in the canon hundreds of years after <laughs> Darth
1: Maul. yeah yeah so they don't say anything and they go home and they're like we have to be the ones to tell Lucas that in his own canon <laughs> he's, he's fucked this up because they, there's no way for them to have met because he's out there unless Darth so, Maul is two hundred so years weird.
0: old. What a weird way for a video game to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so he's just like, well, fuck it, just clone him. It's a clone of Darth Maul. Oh my God. But anyway, classic. So, so they, you know, yeah, they do. They go back. He, I think apparently he also said. Darth Maul needs to be like Sonny from The Godfather, and it's just like, what are you on about, mate? Man, that's so interesting. Look, I'd love to know a little bit.
0: Just, just a quick touch on why, why did you, why are you so gutted that this game never actually happened? What, what was the the main thing for you? Just to play as an evil guy,
1: and he looks pretty menacing.
0: He looks awesome, doesn't he? What, what an awesome character, and so yeah. sorely wasted on a
1: Liam Neeson film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, also very wasted on, uh, just all his other appearances. Like, talk about a guy who showed up with a bang, but ever since has just gone out with with a a, a whimper, (laughs) yeah. I I don't know, man. I think I'm more just like happy that this game, you know, Disney just canceled that shit because like at this, I I know I'm saying I want to play it, but the way that George was taking it they didn't seem to be having much uh, say. I was more into the concept that they had in, ri- in its original form.
0: I think the original concept's more interesting than what they could have yeah. been allowed to do. But that's that's a really cool one. I like that yeah. game a lot. Uh, my first one goes a different direction, yes. My first one is, we were talking a moment... I mean, this is bringing two of our conversations together. This is perfect. We were talking a minute ago about the Battlefront games. So the, the OG ones, the original, everyone's favorite yes. Battlefronts 1 and specifically 2 we almost got you could
1: literally fly into like a space stations and shit right it's amazing so they're like these first and third person shooter games
0: uh obviously based on the franchise the original two had slightly different stories i mean you know what they're like now they're essentially just big pvp games where there's hundreds of people playing yeah whereas in the original games uh they they focus on different characters and it was really interesting we almost got a third title now the third title was pretty much guaranteed to be same same but different but the game i want to talk about is the fourth battlefront game now weird to talk about a game that we didn't even get It's a sequel to a sequel we didn't even get but this one it just find it so interesting so in 2018 a collection of concept art surfaced which was allegedly there's a big allegedly here so like we don't know it's true but like it's supposed to be commissioned for a fourth battlefront game in those original titles now when we're talking about the titles i said before it's just kind of running around third first person shooting but 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 for this game these commissions that they had been asked to do were for crazy weird versions of all the characters you know and love from Star Wars. So just to go through a couple, just really scratching the surface here, you had Jedi and Evil Leia. Evil Leia looks badass, by the way. Uh, do any of you guys <laughs> remember General Grievous from from the prequels? Yeah. The dude with <laughs> with the the four lightsabers and the hello there. The motor, the motor labor, yeah, light lightsaber. Exactly. Hands, whatever, there yeah. was a version of him pre-roboticized. He actually had his fleshiness to him. Uh, we had light side versions of who you were just talking about, Darth Maul, who, by the way, looks gangster as a light side version. There was a light side version of <laughs> Count Dooku. There was a redeemed Vader who even had some of his robotic shell in place. There was a crazy bad Chewbacca. Like, what on earth? Like, I mean, basically... It, yeah, the Chewbacca looks pretty it's cool. It's just a scar yeah. down his face. I mean, it's not It's not a big... But he's yeah. a pretty cool looking guy. There's uh, evil versions of Luke who looks... Basically, like Vader, essentially, with some of the craziest scarring, uh, a dark version of Mace Windu, who is unbelievable, old and young versions of Obi Wan Kenobi. Just imagine playing as those guys. Imagine being like an evil Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, I just imagine you playing as the old version. <laughs>
1: Well, they had both. Yeah, movie, it's, these it's so just, and the, the
0: yeah. old one kind of is like, he looks brutal and really wizened, not like in the movies where he's kind of like a, a gentle, nice man, like, well, hello there. He put this, he looks like, <laughs> he looks like he's going to beat the shit out of you. It's great. Um, yeah, he does. Look, out of those man, I'd love to know which you would have liked to have played as, because that gave
1: you a lot of cool options there. I think I would have loved to play as, like, an evil Obi-Wan or even just, like, an evil Leia. Oh, yeah. Evil Leia could have been. To fun. be honest, man, I don't know. I, that That's almost too crazy for me, though, Some <laughs> of this stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? Just fan fiction? Pretty like, much. But I love that. I love that they, they're just in.
0: going for, like, massively alternate versions of stuff that we know and all and love. Mace Windu, though. Check him out. He's mine. I would happily go, Mace Windu. He looks a complete badass.
1: No, I saw it. I saw it. It was pretty cool. Sick tattoos. Yeah, face tattoos. Yeah. He's basically part of a, a biker gang. <laughs> yeah. But, the, dude, the Battle, Battlefront 3 actual release footage, because you're talking about this fake Battlefront 4 that kind of may or may not have existed, looks crazy. It was like Battlefront 2 on Cracker. It was like you could <laughs> have these PvP battles. You could fly up, you know, out. Uh, you could do little, like, flight battles. And then you could actually fly into space to go kill a Death Star all in the same level. It was like, wow, this is wow. The scope and scale looked pretty cool. It looked like an awesome game.
0: Do you want to give me your yeah. second game? You are most gutted you didn't play as a Star Wars title.
1: Yeah, this one I actually, you know, really do feel feel uh, an interest, an inclination towards. It's, it's called Ragtag. It's not actually called that. That was just Codename, like code name Ragtag. Like yeah, code name. But picture, you know, the team from Assassin's Creed. One of the big, you know, the head of creative at Assassin's Creed, mixing with the head of the creatives at uh, Uncharted. One of the head you know, production people that made the Uncharted games, they went to Visceral Games, which no longer exists, uh, exists but was this game was canceled in early 2019. Um, the earliest incarnation of the project was actually kind of an open-world pirate game, completely, like, unrelated to Star Wars, where you would just, like, RPG about taking over other pirate uh-huh. ships and stealing booty and the like. Um, that then became Project Yuma, this open-world... Space game on the based on the similar concept. This is when they they brought in Henning, who came from um, the Uncharted uh, creative team. And the space game was more linear, but it had these components where you could go out to space and it'd be more RPG like, similar to the uh, the private one. You could go, you know, take over other spaceships, and it was like that kind of style. And then when um, Henning got pulled off for to put out fires on another project, but when she got back, she kind of realized, hey, I actually don't want to make that game. I want to make something similar to it, um, but, like, in a Star Wars setting with, like, a heist. Um, and that's when it got the proper code name, Ragtag. So and, what you're saying uh, is, essentially,
0: Uncharted meets Star Wars. Wow. What were the characters supposed to be like? In
1: order to to distinguish it from, like, other games, because, like, they, you know, things like Uncharted, like, she just came from it. It kind of sounds similar, but just with Star Wars, they... Uh, wanted to make it so that you'd be playing like multiple characters of the heist right. crew. Think about like GTA before GTA five came out where you could play different parts of the heist. Think about that, but with, with the star Wars setting, but the the actual story, because it is a linear kind of story or it, it was envisioned to be, because it doesn't exist was a, a guy named codenamed Dodger. He's the main character. Dodger Boone, by the way, the best name in star Wars. Is that his last name? Boone. Dodger Boone. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, he's the main character. He's from the planet Alderaan, the one that gets blown up, right, in A New Hope. So this is set in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. And he comes from the Outer Rim in an attempt to avoid, he goes to the Outer Rim in an attempt to avoid being kind of drafted by the Imperials. Mm-hmm. He's fled before Alderaan's destruction, but then kind of when, when it is destroyed, kind of obviously is not a big fan of the Empire and is fleeing them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice way to understate
1: it don't like you guys (laughs) he's working on tattooing he's doing jobs under job of the hut there's all these heist missions he's kind of working in the criminal underworld with like his crew you can switch between he has kind of this light grapple whip thingy that in combination with his blaster is your combat which is similar to like almost like an assassin not assassin's creed a god of war Uh style um you know component which I thought you might you might be keen on, but the, the really cool part about it was like the concept, of it, it had like a really, really big ambition to be all these different things, right? To have this heist, all the stuff that later kind of got done really well in, in award-winning games. Like mm. uh, for instance, uh, as I already mentioned, GTA, the whole different heists and playing different characters with different skills, but also the concept of like having this like linear game but it, it had, like, unlinear paths to getting to an outcome. So, like, they described a scenario where they were in a Death Star and, like, you could just, like, psychologically mess with these stormtroopers or put people on alert, and that would change different ways you could finish the level. Sounds like Metal Gear Solid. Kind of like Death loop. Yeah, there's, like, five different ways you could accomplish the same goal. So, like, had high re- replayability was their goal. So it was a lot of, like, stuff that was before its time. We really only got to see one little, like, intro still to this yeah, game yeah. at e3 in 2016 and it for being like a 30 second clip looks super cool yeah. and you know i could tell i was like this would be a game i would have played but yeah i i love the sound of this game i mean like i did a bit of reading on this one myself actually in the background
0: and just looking at like the actual output for the game it look, doesn't look like a lot was actually made so like we got that little teaser and that's pretty much it we found out nothing really about it except for like these key elements so it almost sounds like they spent more time trying to create the idea of what the game they
1: wanted to do was rather than actually making a video game <laughs> well i think i was gonna say what went wrong <laughs> is th- exactly that but I, I think that there to be fair she's come out and quoted been quoted as saying hey there's a lot there that just never saw the light yeah, of day okay. because of whatever reason um like i think they had like three full levels and that was, like, as far as they got eventually. And it wasn't, like, this coherent storyline, nor was it, like, all the characters that they wanted. But they had a couple level sketches where they were like, hey, here's what we want it to be. One of them will be a train heist. One of them mm. will be, like, a spaceship heist. And one of them will be, like, a battle in Java the Huts mm, underworld. So very, very uncharted. Yeah, exactly. And so the feedback was a lot of people got, were like, this is too much, like, uncharted. Like, you, you got to change it up. But what happened, like, what went wrong goes to show... If you don't have good bosses, you know, it's just as important to manage up as it is manage down because the EA forced them to use an engine uh, to build in the game in that was built for an FPS. It was built for uh, Battlefield, I think at that time, Hardline. So there was just a bunch of stuff that like took them a year to just build basic componentry that if they had used to kind of a different engine that was more suited for an rpg sure they wouldn't have to build around these gaps so that that put them back and you know doesn't help but
0: things. the idea behind this game um, is so interesting like i i just couldn't imagine
1: yeah. it being so much fun like i mean
0: you get a little bit of it in fallen jedi fallen order i think it is where you get some of the uh traversal elements that could have easily fallen into this i just love the idea of being like a non-jedi dude in a world full of jedis and that sounds really stupid but like imagine you're sort of you're in the vicinity of someone who's a force wielder and you've got to try and avoid them even though like you know they know there's a presence there. You've got to try and sneak
1: around or like parkour. Like up the side of a building to get away from- It's so interesting. Parkour. Parkour. Now you well it's funny you, you mentioned that because apparently EA you know got pretty far along into it and they're like guys like this is not good. We don't really agree with what really? you're doing. You know, market research says if there's a Star Wars game, it needs to have lightsabers in the force. And you don't have any of well, that. Well, interestingly, so my second game them a bunch of shit for that. might
0: say differently. So, um, yeah. my second
1: game is a game
0: which in an interestingly similar twist is uh, a game called Star Wars 1313. And this is one that pretty much all of the fan base who actually like Star Wars... <laughs> still <laughs> who plays star wars games are like super gutted that it never came out um they released a trailer in 2012 at e3 and jaws were hitting the floor now if you imagine all the things you just described except way fucking cooler this is a game that took all the awesome looking elements of like an uncharted and whipped them up in this crazy visage of like the uncharted sl- with, with sort of gears of war uh cover shooter action, and you were in like the seedy underbelly of Coruscant, and you were s- effectively supposed to play mo- part of the game as Boba Fett. Like this incredible game that everybody's gutted never came out. Like with all el- all this the one elements, looked way you- more developed. Yeah, uh, well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like. The Amy Hennig yeah. one, it talked about being an uncharted type of game. And we never really saw anything. Whereas this, when you see the trailer, man, it holds up today. It looks insane. Look, this was like I say, it was it was a gem, and it just never happened. But it was in development from Lucas Arts. Had various exotic weapons, so I don't even know what that means. But like, you could utilize it. <laughs> but you're down to find out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the undercover crime world, to like find conspiracies. You were fighting your way through to try and get out of 1313. It was supposed to emphasize fast-paced combat. Now, imagine being a non-Force user in that environment. Like, I think that would be so interesting. You're not going to get Jedis all over the, the, the underbelly of bloody Coruscant, except for that one time when Ewan McGregor was there. Yeah. It sounds like Rogue One. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. And, and like that's the most interesting part about these games is you can have Force users in them but it's good to have them not as the main characters sometimes. And I think Rogue One really showed that. I know a lot of people gave it maybe not the best reviews at times. That's my favorite of the recent Star Wars films. It's insane. But look, shortly after uh, Lucasfilm or Lucas Division, whatever you call it, uh, announced the sale to Disney, the game essentially lost momentum. and was eventually scrapped. And like you can tell by my tone, like I am literally
1: gutted about this. This is... It's all the things I love in a video game. What do you think? No, it did look pretty fun. It looked like gears with it, This one actually did look like Uncharted. Oh, man. He's like falling out of something as yeah, it's falling apart. It's just a, yeah, it, a set, it, it a set looked, scene from Uncharted. Yeah. Um, but I, no, I would have played it for sure. It looked good. The cool. Well, do you have any special shout outs? So you've already called out the Ewok's game. Yeah. I, what do you mean? My my Ewok adventure. There was another one. There was like a Dark Squadron which was cancelled for Chewbacca, which was canceled. I was going to say. Like, well, that's the funny part. All these movie all these games were cancelled because another Star Wars game came that needed to be made needed to be made. And then that one got cancelled and just none of them get made.
0: My favorite bit about the Chewbacca first person shooter is that it was it was the reason why a different game was cancelled. But apparently George Lucas just was like, no, he's a side character. Imagine you put all your time and effort in and some dude who's lost touch with reality just comes down and goes,
1: "Uh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be so frustrated. I would be so frustrated. If if you just do all this work and someone's like, nah, dude, he's a side character. It's like, well, you could have told me that. Yeah, what are you talking about? I just put all this effort into developing a fucking entire video game. Like now there was another one. Star Wars Imperial Commando looked pretty cool. You can like kind of command your different troops. There was another one that was like like a almost like a Call of Duty style Star Wars game. There's been a bunch, man. It's crazy how many games got really, really built, just not shipped. If you just scratch into the surface a little bit, you find so many of these games. Look, what we
0: would love to know, guys, is which of these Star Wars games are you most gutted about, or Which was the favorite that you actually got to play? I think my favorite probably over the last, I don't know, 10 years was Force Unleashed. What an amazing game. Get to choose between light and dark side. Ah man, Mm. like it had everything. had RPG elements. Wow, unreal. Uh, But yeah, let us know at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. We do have some correspondence this week. So thank you everyone for hitting us up. Now, last week I threw out there to the friends of the show. I said, hey guys, give us some give give us give me some tv shows to watch what do you recommend uh, i'm in a bit of a rut right now and thank you everyone who did message we had a message from friend of the show bertie who said why don't you finally get round to the expanse i'm pretty sure this is one you recommended to me a bunch of times he did say Come on bertie he did admit that it's not a strong start, and I mean, like I, I say, I watched one episode, and it was, it was a bit of shit. I'm not gonna lie, it was terrible. I
1: I've, I've told you the same thing because it's it started on sci-fi. It's hard to watch though this first season of bad yeah. TV. You've got to admit that. I wouldn't say it's bad TV. It's just not as good as it could have been. Uh, and if you haven't good. read the books, you're not as you don't care as much to push through. Yeah, fair enough. Because, yeah, you're not tied to it. Well, yeah. we had uh, another piece of correspondence. Thank you, friend of the show,
0: Bertie. And if there are any other recommendations, hit me up. I would really love to hear them. We had friend of the show, Ben, who messaged in. He said he had stayed away from listening to the pod just for a week because he didn't want to have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness ruined for him. Yeah. He said that he really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. Ben is a big MCU fan. He said he really enjoyed it. But the funny thing is, it is definitely not a kid's movie. I think we agreed with that, right? No, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that, dude. Yeah, well, I was reading about it this week. Um, They really pushed the envelope with how far they could take a PG-13 movie.
1: I'm sure they did. They like made her covered in oil instead of blood because it was like, like she was killing Iron Man suits, but like it looked (laughs) like blood. (laughs) It
0: did. I mean, they they were close. I mean, they were like right, right on the borderline, Uh, and final piece of correspondence this week we ask for memes every week we love it when you guys send us memes thank you thank you thank you for everyone who has seen the new thor love and thunder trailer you'll know that there's a really really fantastic scene where peter quill is giving a really rousing speech (laughs) to his troops talking about taking in the people you love and thor's just trying to trying to pop his head in there just trying to interrupt the flow and uh (laughs) <laughs> a friend of the show, Chris, this week sent us a meme of that where it was Peter Quill doing his speech, except he says, finally have time to play and enjoy a multiplayer game. And then it's the guardians in the background and says, "All oh, my friend's waiting in the lobby. And then Thor popping his head in. just 45 gigabyte update. <laughs> update. Trying try to break the flow. Two days later. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Uh, we're going um, to put that on our Instagram, guys, so you guys can enjoy it as much as we did. What what a lovely meme. Send us memes, guys. DL, I've said it a bunch of times, but where can do. they find us?
1: Oh, they can find us at uh, the podcast at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. Yes. Um, if you find us, send us a meme, tag us and stuff, we'll, we'll talk about it if it's it's cool (laughs) only if it's cool man we don't we don't don't, don't talk about all means but you could you know give us a review on whatever podcasting streaming provider you're listening to this on you
0: can do it in Spotify now apparently it's easy
1: is it apparently so I haven't I haven't reviewed anything on Spotify I guess I'll start with my own podcast why not so yeah I guess from there you know check out check out our insta thank you Lockie for all the good work you do um Tommy it's been good talking to you anything else I don't think so thank you DL Thank you, Tommy. Tally ho. Haters, Gators <laughs>